personal values. Hi, this is Carl Bimshaw, and you're listening to another edition of Reflections on Leadership. Where do your values come from? You know your thoughts drive your values. Your values drive your beliefs. Your beliefs drive your attitude, and your attitude drives your behavior. That's not a linear model, it's cyclical, because your behavior in turn drives your thoughts and so on and so forth. If you wanted to change your behavior, you'd need to change your attitude. If you want to change your beliefs, you have to change your values. Changing your values is heavy stuff. It is possible, though it takes time. Values are always personal. They are enduring, and they are self-selected. Other people cannot instill their values in you, although they try. Your values are your values. They are enduring because you've already tested them. You've been with them for a while and have determined which ones fit with you and which ones you reject. Whether you know it or not, you are selecting what you value. What if you want to know and not simply accept them by default? How do you find them? Well, take a look at your calendar and where you spend your money. It's another way of saying your priorities. Where you are spending your time and where you are spending your money is a great indication of what you value. As a quick exercise, take a look at those two things over the last week or month or 90 days. Look at where you've been spending your time. Obviously, much of it is going to be at work or school or with children, which are in themselves a demonstration of values. How much are you spending on various hobbies, interests, or people? Those also give you an indication of what you value. Take a look and see how you feel about what you discover. See, many people have no idea what their values are. They cannot readily express them because they have not given them much thought. When I ask people, they say things like honesty, their health, and integrity. All that is great, though I look at those as kind of a prerequisite for a contributing member of society, but they are important. I just assume everybody has that as a baseline, even though we know that's sometimes not true. Specifically, which values do you want? In my practice, we take people through an exercise that you can do an abbreviated form of on your own. Just find a bunch of words. And we start with 425, and we help run our clients through them to find the ones that speak to them. These could be things like attentiveness, uh, balance, boldness, bravery, comfort, ease, freedom, gratitude, joy. You get the idea. You pick any number of these words that speak to you. They tend to be nouns. I start my clients out with 425 of them for a reason, but that's quite a bit, so we narrow down the list. And after the first go-around, they usually still have quite a few remaining, so we, we try to reduce it and get to no more than 16 words and that express values that they find important, that resonate with them. Then I make a little game of it, and we put them through a tournament, kind of like March Madness. We pit words against each other, until we get down to eight. Then again, to get to the final four. Now, many people have trouble with this. They say, well, gee, they say, I've got these two values and they're both important to me. Well, first, none of this is written in stone. You can change the words around or combine a few that are similar in meaning. You can even make up your own word if you want. They're your values. At the end of the exercise, you end up with four. Any more than four values is too much. You will not pay attention to them, and that's how people sabotage their year and their lives. 
by not paying attention to their values and the things that are important to them. Next, I have them rank the final four in a priority order. Now, if you're like most people, you'll protest, well, they're all important, otherwise they wouldn't be my values. And that's correct. But life is about values conflict. For example, somebody values honesty, and he or she also values family. At some point, there's going to be a situation where they're going to have to choose between honesty and family. For example, I don't know, should they call in sick when they're not in order to spend much needed time with their family? Or did they leave their family at uh, Disneyland or something because they made a commitment to a work situation and they're not going to lie their way out of meeting that obligation? See, there will always be value conflicts. You want to know what your values are and rank them so that you can make better decisions when those conflicts arise and better decisions to avoid conflicts. That is ultimately what going through and understanding your values is all about. So that you are crafting your year, your month, your week, your day, and making better decisions based on values that you picked. Then you are working toward your life, not somebody else's. If you like Reflections on Leadership, the podcast, you're going to love the three-part leadership essay series from yours truly, Carl Bimshaw. So I've been thinking, so I've been thinking some more, and think again, are three books that capture many of the leadership topics covered on this show. This is perfect for those who don't want to hear my voice anymore, or maybe you just want something tangible you can hold and highlight. These and other titles are available on Amazon. Check them out, and thank you. Thank you.